I'm thinking something like. me to go to karaoke but you can't even karaoke with me right here oh you got me you know you got me there what's that okay you want to karaoke this is a let's story. do it bitch <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bitch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing i'm doing okay okay <laughs> getting over illness <laughs> yeah but i'm good i'm about to go to montana Yes. And I'm looking forward to being off grid for, yeah. a, for a bit. You're not taking, I mean, you're taking your phone, but. It'll be on airplane mode. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, There's one place, <laughs> we're staying at a ranch for the last two days that it is off grid, the whole ranch is. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be in big sky for three days, but I won't have my phone. You've been talking about this trip for a while. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. And you're going yeah. for how long? Five days. That's- I wish it was longer. Yeah. I would go longer, but I have people traveling that can't. Can't. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be back. I think this will be a yearly thing after mm. I go. Montana if I come is so back. beautiful. <laughs> well, I'm just that's okay. I will come back. If you but stayed out there, just, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. I would miss visit. you a thousand percent. <laughs> Remember when we first talked to each other? That's where I was. Oh, yeah. When you called and I was like, uh-huh. I'm in the mountains. Okay. I yeah. didn't realize that's where you were. Well, where's Yellowstone? Yeah. There. That's where I was. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So I'd definitely come visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, how I'm are you doing? You. I'm good. I, I just had a long weekend. Yeah. I just got back in this morning. So you're gone like all week. Yeah. I was, was, I was in Austin. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was great. Great. It was great. What was great about Austin? Uh, my favorite part is that I had the option to headline a club. They were like, we saw you with JR. Um, our former guest, uh-huh. they were like, we saw you with JR last year at Cap City and we loved you. We would love for you to headline. So you can headline or you can do, um, a showcase, which is just like a bunch of comedians. Uh-huh. Not, and I was like headline uh-huh. and I'd only been to Austin once and done like two mics. That's uh-huh. it. But I sold like 43 tickets. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Of people. Oh my goodness. And (laughs) it was just so fun to bet on myself and see the rewards of that. Yeah. Like the club owner came up and was like, I just want you to know that as soon as we posted your thing, tickets were going, you have a good audience here. They were just so kind. It's like these people shout out Roscoe's comedy club in Austin Mm -hmm. because they just like they used to work at a club and Mm -hmm. they started their own and they're very much about the comics and just Uh like. It's a good energy there, yeah. you know, um, and something really cool. I was like handing out my stickers to people like that day. I was just walking around being like, there's mm-hmm. a comedy show. Da, da. And these people were like, oh, my God. Like when I handed them a sticker, they were like, I follow you on TikTok. <laughs> like they knew me. That's amazing. And there were other people in the crowd that I'd never met, but they were like, I've been following you for a long time. And I'm so glad Aww. you're in Austin. Like it was just really cool to see that that's awesome yeah i'm excited for you 
Thank you. Mm-hmm. It was really, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yes. I'm proud of myself too. Good. I think that's awesome. And it was a great week, just like full of food and love. Like there was also a wedding and it was just fun. Mm-hmm. It was a great week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you're back here. And I love Nashville. Mm-hmm. I saw the skyline and I got giddy. Oh, I get giddy when I see Nashville. That's good. And that's a good feeling. Cause I was like, Oh no, she can't move to Austin. Oh girl. No, <laughs> it's please. No, the food's good and everything, but it's hot as dick. I've never and, been. Oh, you'd love it. It is hell. It's a you dick. Would love no. It. <laughs> oh, you'd love it. I mean to visit. You're like the best like cheerleader <laughs> for things. I love it. It's awful. You You're love like, it. what do you want? I'll talk you into it. <laughs> I mean, there's great things. It, it doesn't inspire me to move there, you know? Yeah. Some guy, I was like, this place is cool. And he was like, I lived here and fire ants will eat you. And I was like, okay, well, don't want to move there anymore. <laughs> it really just, he's actually the best at talking someone out of things. <laughs> there you go. That's so funny. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you're having such an awesome time right now. I really am. That's a fun experience to have somebody recognize you that you don't know. It's it's so cool. And it's been happening more and more. Like I was in New York watching a comedy show and people came up after and they were like, we know you, we follow you mm-hmm. just from the eye. Like it's just, it's popping off. You're popping off. <laughs> I'm so lucky to be your friend. <laughs> That's how I feel about you. You're such a cool powerhouse, badass woman that I love. I love. So today, uh, we had Anna McEwen, yes. uh, amazing comic, like unique. Mm-hmm. Yes in her material and her like storytelling so cool and what Mm -hmm. i um i just love that like she has such a pleasant like inviting like i don't know just like kind spirit but then Mm -hmm. and behind that is like can be like yeah she's out there with it like power yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so um but I love when I love like Anna today was like, you're sneaky when you said something <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, she, but you're so good at what you do. And I love Thank when you. people get to experience that. Thank you. Just love being a partner with you in this. Thanks. I say that every Same. time, but I, know. I don't true. say it enough. Yeah, you do. I but can you say can it keep more. saying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love doing this. It's, uh, I got all in my feels. I don't know if it was last Last weekend, I made a post about the podcast. Yes. And that was just, I was in my feels on Sunday morning. I loved it. And I really was. I was sitting on the back uh, porch having coffee when I did that. Mm. And I was just like, this is so, I'm so lucky to get to do this. And just thinking about like what it's brought for me. Um, And, you know, I kind of named pushing through the uncomfortableness where that's just not even a thing anymore. And I say this in podcasts all the time around how you give people permission. Mm-hmm. And so I can, I'm, I'm a benefit of that, of, of the way that you show up to. And so oh. I love like, like the way Anna, she just showed up with a raw story. Yes. Like telling her story. And it's the more in the comedy world I get to like witness and mm-hmm. see, it's really, that's what I like the most is when you just show up with the, your own story it feels more authentic versus you're just trying to be funny and -hmm. think of something funny to say yes which I know it's more than that but you can just tell it just comes from a different place when it's vulnerability mixed with the the comedy laughter Mm. and I think she did that very well yes yeah 
Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A thousand percent. And I learned so much in this one. Mm -hmm. I, I like, um, yeah, I've just was watching you two talk. I was like, Oh, relate, (laughs) relate. Like trying so much of these. I'm trying to like, remember that. Remember, I go back and listen to these all the time Mm because I learned so much. Um, but yeah, specific. I know people are going to, I know you're, I know you want to get to the, but wait, we like talking. Yeah. Give me a second. (laughs) Just you're hanging out with us for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Chill. Chill. Um, but when she was talking about like, uh, she talks about how her material changes or she wants to change her material. And you were like, Oh, do you feel like stand up? Like I was like, Oh my God. Cause recently I've been healing and I'm like, am I going to lose stand up because I'm mm-hmm. happy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to choose. <laughs> you don't have to, choose. but I don't, I think you enjoy it so much more when it's from a happy place. And I, you can yes. say it. We've, I think we were talking about this on my front porch a couple like times ago, but it was like, you can deliver it and experience it so much different when when you are from really anything from a healed place. Yes. <laughs> and that's what, yeah, that's what yeah. you were saying to Anna too. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a great point. Because when I was thinking that earlier today, I just shifted my thought and was like, what if I was just happy and I thought about writing and I got a like mm-hmm. a burst of energy of like, yeah, I do want to. I'm like, okay, so you can be. Happy things are funny too. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's why people love cartoons. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You're right. I don't think you'll ever lose material. You're just a very lively person that is involved in life. So. Oh, yeah. that's so kind. Of, oh, that was so, that was a gift. I want to say something that makes you feel the way I'm feeling right now. You do it that plenty of times, so you're oh. good. <laughs> just enjoy it. You don't have to owe anything just because you feel good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay we gotta wrap it up let y'all listen to the episode <laughs> i just um fake made out with melanie across the table in case you didn't see it <laughs> love it <laughs> i love you I this love episode you is great listen to it guys and you're girls gonna you're it. gonna love it yes oh mm-hmm. i want it. one more thing go for it beautiful taylor williams uh i just yes just want to say so grateful thank you for making this art mm-hmm. uh you guys can see it on youtube or uh yeah but Kaylee it, will put pictures yeah so you can see it follow somewhere. us on instagram we just got an instagram <gasps> yes talk about that yeah yeah well <laughs> that's it oh <laughs> no no <laughs> Uh, we just created an Instagram, which is a big thing. So go follow it. It'll be all I'm fine. It's fine. But we did it because we've had growth, right? Yes. Like our podcast has gotten to a place where we thought it warranted its own page. Yeah. I mean, some people that aren't even following us personally are following the I'm fine. It's fine. Yeah. So I know. So go follow us at I'm I'm fine. fine, It's fine fine podcast. podcast. Yes. So thank you, Taylor Williams. Thank you, Taylor. And thank you, Anna McEwen, for being on. Thank you. And thank you, Amber. Thank you, Melanie. Who's Judith Bright? It's a jewelry store at the l and uh, Market. What? Oh, I didn't know they were there now. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> at oh. least that's where I went. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, I worked at the one at 12 South. Oh, you worked oh, at I a jewelry did. store? Mm-hmm. And I, I was a jewelry artist there. What? That was like another life. 
That's yeah. cool. Like that's I had that made at that store where she worked. Oh, amazing! So you pick mm-hmm. out. They have all kinds of crystals and stones, and you can pick out what you like, and then the setting that you want, and they mm-hmm. like make it and then ship it to you. That's dope. I used to I used to make jewelry like that. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's the end of that story. <laughs> <laughs> it was another job where I just walked in and was like, I want to do this. And they were like, what's your skills? And I was like, I just want to do it. And they were like, okay. <laughs> you have an air of confidence about you where people, you know, if you walked into just a place. Just say yes. And they're like, yeah, I guess she seems like she could probably learn that. <laughs> that's how teaching went too. I just walked in off the street and was like, I would like to teach. And they were like, okay. Now that's. Crazy. I, <laughs> it is crazy. But that is how you kind of fall into it. I can, I, I, I'm the oldest of six kids and, um, I've just always been around kids. And so I've taught camps and stuff like that. And it's the same sort of well, thing. Well, see that you have skills. Yeah. The only skills well, I had is we had the same sense of humor. I, we all did fart jokes. Seven like, year old. And <laughs> yeah. is, that the, is that the age you taught? Four. Four year old. Yeah. Oh. So it was more like teaching them how to color. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> but there were people that I worked with that were like going, working for free. What? Yeah. They were like, they had just gotten out of college to do. Oh, I did an internship at a place like that. Oh. Yeah. Undergrad. They're like, oh, get the experience. Mm-hmm. And they're like, where'd you go to, like, what'd you go to school for? And I'm like, theater. And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working for free right now. I think theater and four-year-olds, I think it's transferable. It honestly. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like teaching you how to, like, be an empath or something. It's like teaching you how to, like, feel somebody else's emotions so that you can, like, meet them where they are. Yeah. <laughs> It's like very yes and. A thousand percent. <laughs> I feel, this sounds cheesy, but I feel like they taught me about myself more that than I. That is cheesy, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we were talking before, I just didn't know that four-year-olds were so aware. Mm-hmm. I just thought they were like, ah, but they like, they're aware. They're very aware. I know. Yeah, they are. My son, um. I'm doing, trying to do the gentle parenting thing. Mm-hmm. How's that working? <laughs> you know, <laughs> some days are more gentle than others. <laughs> some moments are more gentle than others. Uh, but this morning we were trying to get out the door. It was super frustrating. And I asked him if he wanted to wear socks. Cause it's good if you ask the toddler, if you give them like two options, you're like, do you want to wear this shirt or this shirt? Right. And um, I was like, do you want to wear socks or no socks? And he said, no socks and Crocs. So we were in the car. We were about to pull out of the garage and he was like, I need socks. I need socks. <laughs> and I turned around and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I like, and I saw his like eyes, like kind of like, you know, I could tell he was hurt by that. <laughs> I went inside and I got the socks. And then on the way there, we repaired a little bit. I was Aww. like, I'm sorry. I yelled at you. Hmm. And uh, he said, yeah, yelling hurts my feelings. Oh, He's good three job and a half. to express that, though. And then he said, I'm sorry I yelled at you. <gasps> You're doing a good job. Like, You're like, oh. Then, You're like, <laughs> it's actually working very well for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> like individual moments. There are really good ones and really bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, like, maybe, hopefully the overall trend is good. I think, I mean, I don't have kids, so obviously my experience is different, but when you were like, are you kidding me? And you see his like fear. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that was like, Oh, I didn't mean to hurt you with anyone. Yeah. But like from my perspective, I'm like, 
but you're really, I mean, you moms do so much mm. that mm. it really is like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Like, <laughs> like where's yeah. the space for you to be upset and to be a mom? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do know what you're saying. And it's like hard to strike that balance. Like, I don't know. Like I'm in therapy and I started therapy because I wanted to be a mom. One, and then two, because if I didn't start therapy, I did not know it was going to happen to me. <laughs> so <laughs> I so I started therapy and, you know, rehashing or just discussing things that have happened in your life, like my relationship to my parents, mm-hmm. my, my mom and my dad, mm-hmm. and how s- completely separate they are. And, um, you know, talking about narcissistic parents. <laughs> and so I have a real fear of being a narcissistic parent, Mm -hmm. but also I still have a life. Like it's my life and I'm like so overstimulated all the time. And, uh, so it's, yeah, I guess hard to find the balance. We've, I hear that a lot. Someone being afraid that they are going to be narcissistic and narcissists aren't afraid that they don't worry about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now we can have traits that we learn Mm -hmm. like, I, I learned to do certain things in that way, but it's uh, you learn that as a skill when you're younger. So even if that's happening and you become aware of it, you can change it. Mm. You can learn a different way. That's true. If you're, mm. I'm, I'm saying not a narcissist, <laughs> but we still can do things. I mean, we all can, we all have the tendencies to do that, you know, right. to have some of those behaviors, but that's the the good thing. The fact that you're even worried about that, you'll be aware of it and can change. Well, thanks for saying that. I hope that that's <laughs> true. I, I'm fully aware that there will be someday my son and my daughter will be like, you messed me up in this way. <laughs> and I will have to hopefully have the self-awareness and maturity and wherewithal to say, I hear you mm. on that. <laughs> Your face went. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I think that's hard. I'm sure I've read this somewhere, but like when, as a parent, when you give your kid the chance to say you did something Mm -hmm. wrong or that hurt Mm -hmm. them, like that's you're changing. Like you're you're stopping trauma from being passed down. Oh, that's nice. That is a nice, nice thing. Because you're 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 not trying to teach them. Moms need to be perfect, and I will never do anything. Definitely not teaching them that. But I'm saying, when you get upset, Mm -hmm. and then you make that repair, that's Mm -hmm. where they're learning. They're learning, Mm -hmm. I can make mistakes, I can apologize Mm -hmm. when I do something wrong. It's all in the repair. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they're they're learning that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. That's a really nice thing. Well, it sounds like you give them permission to say where you, they said, mom, you hurt my feelings. They weren't scared to say that. Mm. They didn't just shut up whenever you, Mm -hmm. if you raised your voice or something, you know? Yeah. They were able to say that. So definitely I'm, yeah, I'm trying to create a safe (laughs) space and I'm glad that he felt that Mm -hmm. it was safe for him to say that. Yeah. And at three years old. Yeah. That's good. Oh, he's so funny and smart. <laughs> and my daughter as well. <laughs> do you have two kids? I do. Yeah, yeah, I have a three and a half year old and I have an almost two year old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I thought you had like five. <laughs> the way I talk, 
talk about them. <laughs> just your stories. Like, I guess I don't register that they're yeah. all they're all the it's same all kid. from two kids. Yeah, but I'm like, oh, there's so many kids over there. There's, <laughs> there's just two. Well, it feels like there's so many kids over there. I, <laughs> <laughs> there's just two. <laughs> but I grew up oldest of six, so I just, I okay. knew that that's not what I wanted. I yeah. don't want to have six oh. kids. Mm-hmm. And then I knew I wanted to have at least one. And, you know, two was definitely the cutoff. Mm -hmm. And then it turned out with my body, like definitely two was the cutoff Mm -hmm. with my body and with my mind. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad I knew when to stop. Yeah. So let's talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Let's get into it. (laughs) Well, you mentioned body stuff. We were kind of talking before we got started how everybody's feeling kind of yuck uh, recently. People we know, me, that kind of stuff. But what? What's that? You said, yeah, you experienced stuff mm-hmm. with the body. What was, will you talk about that? Okay. Yeah. So, um, I was diagnosed, now I know misdiagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis when I was 19. I've been having joint pain since I was like 13 years old, yeah. um, especially in my hands. Um, but just like a general malaise, I, I don't really know what I have yet. That's a journey that I'm on now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I felt I, I hadn't felt those that intensity of symptoms for a long time. Mm-hmm. I got pregnant in 2019 and um, had my son February 2020. Uh, so oh, yeah, <laughs> that's more of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then two weeks later, we had a tornado. Two weeks after that, pandemic, lockdown, mm-hmm. sort of lifestyle began. And um, but I I had really intense back pain and pelvic pain with my son. And then after he was born, the pelvic pain in the front really intensified. Yeah. But I didn't feel comfortable going to a physical therapist at that time. I just wanted to be at home. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I was, ter- I was terrified to leave. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> and then, um, but then I got pregnant with my daughter 11 months later. So 11 months after I had my son. And then after I got pregnant with her, almost immediately, the lower back pain just intensified, came back, and, you know, it became difficult for me to get out of bed in the morning, and then eventually became difficult for me to walk around. There was a couple times where I would just be, like, standing, and then my legs would get swept out from underneath me, and I would, you know, fall down. Wow. And so... something was definitely wrong and I went to my doctor and I was explaining what was going on and she's like well I think you need to go to physical therapy but I was so far along my pregnancy it wasn't really safe for us to do any imaging to figure out what was happening so did that it helped a lot and then after she was born the pain got a lot better and then of course I have a million other issues to tackle Mm -hmm. so I didn't have time to pay attention to what was going on in my body And then, you know, eight months goes by and again, I'm just having trouble getting around at all. And it's starting to affect entire parts of my life. Like I, I just didn't, I felt very scared about my mobility. And so I finally went to an orthopedist and they Mm -hmm. did imaging and they're like, oh, well, you're, well, the first thing she said to me was, (laughs) um, do you feel like your family is complete with two children? What? Oh. And I knew that she was going to tell me something devastating. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully, I had already known that my family was complete with two children. I had already processed that 
because I told my husband before my, our daughter was even born, you know, mm-hmm. while I'm like I'm hardly able to move. And I said, I can't do this again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's yeah. amazing and he took the measures himself. <laughs> and Let's that. go. Yes. Uh-huh. It is literally the most sexy thing <laughs> in the world. <laughs> When your husband yeah. has a vasectomy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. PSA. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Truly. Oh, uh, so so anyways, it turned out my my pelvis is broken. It's still broken now. It will be broken, you know, forever. What do you mean by broken? Well, the front of my pelvis, so your pubic symphysis, the joint in the very front, it's sort of like a gasket. And it uh, when you have a baby, it separates a little bit, but it's like stretchy. Mm-hmm. So it goes back. But um, because I'm hypermobile, so my joints are extra bendy, which, mm-hmm. you know, sounds sexy, but it's not. And then <laughs> the relaxing hormone that runs through your body when you're pregnant so that your pelvis can open up so that you can birth your child. It just was too much. Too, it, was, it was too stretchy. Yeah, it was too loose. So it was too oh. loose. And uh, so, yeah, just disconnected and it can't go back. So now that joint is completely gone. So the front of my pelvis is just two bones just knocking together. Dude. <gasps> oh, <laughs> there's no fix for that. Well, they it's a bone Put a new graft. gasket in. <laughs> so, What'd you say? Put a new gasket in. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, bodies are not entirely like cars. <laughs> 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 like they'll really have to lift the hood up and oh. really get in there oh it's yeah. a whole so, intense process it is because yeah. now i've had so much movement in my right si joint that that joint is almost completely gone like the cartilage there is like you know has worn away and mm-hmm. my bone is breaking apart what <laughs> and so to fix it they would just have to open me up completely and you know, screw my pelvis to my sacrum <gasps> and uh, put a bone graft in the f- in the front wow. of my pelvis. Yeah. And I just, I physical therapy saved my life. Everybody go to every type of therapy, but <laughs> physical mm-hmm. therapy was amazing. Like they taught me how to hold my body in a safe way, oh. walk in a safe way. And I have a brace that I wear. I try to wear it every other day. Every day is too much because it squeezes my pelvis together, which helps my lower back pain, but mm-hmm. it really intensifies my, wow. oh my you know, like trade off on pubic pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. And so, um, yeah, the trade off is kind of yeah wicked. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so wow. right now, I'm I don't know. I'm learning to accept <clears throat> that that will always be there because even if Mm. I had that surgery, which would be, which would mean three months in a wheelchair and relearning how to walk. What? I just, I know that that will not actually solve the problem completely. Mm -hmm. You know, it would solve that problem, but anytime you immobilize part of your body, it affects other parts of your body. Mm -hmm. And I don't need it right now. Because I'm walking around Mm -hmm. and I'm able to manage my pain. So I'm going to ride this train as long as it takes me. It could, it could last my whole life or it could be, you know, five years, 10 years. Mm -hmm. So we're just playing it by ear and seeing what happens. But I mean, when it does happen, like that's going to be like 
um, really a hard choice because like I have, you know, two children and I don't want to miss out on anything, you know, so. What, when you're saying when that happens, what is that? Uh, the surgery, if I choose to have it, but I have a new, I just am thinking about it in a different way. Like, because I had a fear of being disabled Mm. and like without actually acknowledging that I have a dynamic disability, a disability that's not the same every day. Mm. Um, and so yeah, it's just hard to face. Yeah. But in, in reality, everybody will have to face that, you know, someday. Face what? Your abilities being lessened. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also death. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. you're having to face that now as a young mm-hmm. mom. Yeah. With little kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How have you moved through that? You said you started to change kind of your outlook or how you view mm-hmm. it, but... Yeah. I, yeah, great question. Um, <laughs> I think that it's just something that's still fresh to me because it's ever, it's like evolving all the time. Do you feel like you're constantly like with each new thing that you're, it's like a reevaluation if it's time to do it? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just, I know it's not time and it probably, and I keep telling myself like it probably won't be time for I just think of it in terms of like years, mm-hmm. like, okay, well not this year, probably not next year, mm-hmm. but I don't know, you know, what will happen. I'm curious with the, you said you're, you're scared you'd have a disability. Mm-hmm. You do have one. Yeah. Right. What are, what's the fear part? I think that the fear is, um, knowing that I'll have to ask for help. Mm. Mm. and um mm. like <laughs> I feel that yeah, yeah yeah and you know I know I've said it twice already but I I'm the oldest of six kids yeah I like have been a caretaker care- yes I've been a caretaker for most of my life mm-hmm. so I just it's hard for me to imagine or it's hard for me to accept that I'll have to request that type of help from another person especially if that's my spouse or my children eventually mm-hmm. so um yeah do you feel like you're having you're choosing between like being in pain and not wanting to ask for help you are very sneaky <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm sorry i scratched sorry. <laughs> i'm scratched all the time <laughs> yeah. My daughter, and she literally just like claws me, <laughs> <laughs> and then my husband will be like, "Tonight," and I'm like, "I have been touched by everyone. <laughs> no." <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I I think that yes, the answer is yes because that's another part of the acceptance is accepting that pain is part of my life and it has been for a long time like I said I've had joint pain since I was a teenager Mm. so but now it's a more intense pain that feels unpredictable so that's honestly kind of the mind fuck because 
it's like not the same every day or even hour to hour. Like sometimes I'm like, I'm having a great day and I'm just walking around. And Mm. then my legs will be like, nope, actually, we're just not going to work right now. So then I'll like kind of stumble a little bit. So then I think maybe I need like a a mobility aid, like a cane or Mm -hmm. a crutch. But then I'm like, I don't know how to use one. Mm -hmm. And I feel embarrassed to ask like a physical therapist, (laughs) which makes no sense. (laughs) Like I'd rather just suffer. (laughs) Well, honestly, here, I'll just say this. I'm not going to say who my physical therapist is. And also I haven't, I've been very busy with work and I haven't been to physical therapy since May. So Mm -hmm. I just decided I'll take the summer off and everything will be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Your smile. (laughs) And how's that working? (laughs) I mean, like I said, some days are fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, I I kind of floated the idea, and she's like, oh, you don't need that. Oh, what? Uh, she didn't listen? And I was like, oh, I don't know. So the, all I, maybe I just need to maybe find a better fit mm-hmm. for me. They make these really cool things where you can, like, sit on them. Like, if you, they're kind of like a chair. Yes. And they kind of go, and they can... I mean, I would want it to walk, like, if you walk around the grocery store and stuff, yeah. it just holds all they your are, stuff for you. They are awesome. And me, I could take a break and sit down if I need to. <laughs> yeah, those are really cool. I have a friend who yeah. has one of those. And also, by the way, I don't think twice when I see somebody else have yeah. anything like this, but... Yeah, it's Isn't different that, when it's you. Yeah, you 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 give everybody else the grace mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but yourself. Yeah, you, I'm you like, don't oh, she's having a hard day. She just needs that just to feel secure. Yeah. But if I were to do it, I'm like looking around thinking like people probably think I'm faking mm, yeah. <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. Like, But that also goes back to like, I mean, more body trauma. Like I going to the doctor from a young age saying like I have joint pain and having doctors be like well this is like psychosomatic or whatever Mm -hmm. like it's hard to because when you run tests and like quote unquote nothing's wrong with Mm -hmm. you then Mm -hmm. they just have to tell you and your parents like well probably just making it up technically fine she's probably just depressed which also i was but (laughs) that's separate from my the joint problem is there a name for the hypermobility it's just a hypermobility, the symptomatic hypermobility syndrome, I think. Okay. But there is an Ellis. Can you Ehlers- bend your thumb back to touch her? This is the other thing. Like, not really. Okay. Not that bad. Okay. It's this that hurts me. These, okay. like, tiny joints mm-hmm. have always bothered me. Mm-hmm. And when, when I was younger, I could lift my knee. My knee could come out of socket. But, I can't, <laughs> but I can't do that anymore yeah. predictably. Yeah. When you were younger, like, was there someone that you could ask for help that you felt comfortable, like? No. Yeah. Just no. Were you kind of like the kid's mom? A little bit. Yeah. You know, like, my mom went through some hard times, and, Mm -hmm. like, my mom's story is her own, so I'm not going to tell her story, but um, also it affects me, so... But, um, you know, and that was another reason why I decided not what, how I knew I didn't want to have any more kids was because I had a lot of the same problems that my mom had, Mm. um, after her pregnancies. Yeah. 
and like I saw firsthand well it clicked with me um like how things could go downhill so fast yeah like I say like after I had my son I was so mad at my mom because I was like how could you treat your children this way Mm -hmm. like how could you you know just kind of betray them so often Mm -hmm. um and so I felt I felt a lot of anger towards her then after I had my daughter I was like oh no I understand my mom and that was terrifying. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I could totally blow up my life right now. Like, who's a guy I could text? Like, I'm not even that into guys, but I'm like, that guy would, that guy would be interested in me probably, but also not really. Because <laughs> also after you have kids, you know, you're like unfuckable. <laughs> no, that's not true. Maybe not after, but like, <laughs> There's definitely like a difference in the way people treat you when you're mm. pregnant or yeah. like postpartum. Like there's mm-hmm. like I don't know. That makes me sound It make doesn't make know. you sound anything. <laughs> yeah. No. You're sharing your experience. Mm-hmm. I'm sharing my experience. Also, it's not how I view pregnant people. <laughs> <laughs> don't <It's> cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how I felt as a pregnant person. Yeah. yeah. I think that uh, that's a common thing yeah. people share pregnant going through that from at least from my friends and family this is a that lot of body change you're just mm-hmm. like yeah your body's not your own for a while it is not. like even the nine months you're pregnant but then if you got a kid breastfeeding oh my your God. body's just not your own like I think from what I've heard like after you're mm-hmm. done breastfeeding is when you finally start to feel but kids breastfeed for what two years Sometimes, yeah. With my <laughs> yeah. with my son, he weaned himself at twelve months, which was unexpected because mm-hmm. I was like ready to go like as long as he wanted. Mm-hmm. But he's just always been such a tank. He just wants mm. more and more. <laughs> and so when I got pregnant with my daughter, I was like so excited to breastfeed because I was like, oh, that's something I know how to do. And then when everything was so physically challenging, yeah. I was like, well, at least I know I know how to do that, and that's going to go well. And then of course, it went horribly. <laughs> She didn't so, want to breastfeed? Well, she did want to breastfeed, but we just had some... We had, like, an incompatibility, honestly. Mm. Like The I, RX thing or something? I had... um The H... Yeah, it was... Factor something? I had um, dysphoric milk ejection reflex. What? Wow. So, I've never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> what? So usually when you have, like, a letdown, so, like, when your milk is, like we're going to feed the baby and Mm -hmm. it like comes out of you. Um, that's like a euphoric experience for some women. And it's like, wow, it feels so amazing. It feels so special and it's really cool. It's awesome. Like psychedelic. And I didn't get that. (laughs) And like, sometimes you'll start like, like you'll be like so happy you like cry a little oh, bit. Oh, what? But then. I didn't know this. This is amazing. With my daughter. Uh Uh-huh. It was like the opposite. <gasps> oh, <no. laughs> so oh like God. I would so try to breastfeed her and like I my letdown would happen. And then I would feel like it felt like a Dementor and Harry Potter mm. was like sucking out my soul. What? It like felt like, have you ever like, if you're like scared of heights and you look mm-hmm. over mm. a balcony or something, that feeling oh. of like, yeah, that's what I would feel like. When the milk would come? Mm-hmm. What the Yes. And then also, what do you do? I would just have a panic attack. 
you know. <laughs> just panic. Just thought I was going to die for a little bit. <laughs> like sometimes not a panic attack, but oftentimes, yes. And then, you know, you get like so, there's so much like. Well, then you have anticipatory anxiety yeah. about it. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. Sorry but you have. No, and then you like feel like there's so much pressure to breastfeed because like. They, especially like on Instagram. And again, I was like just living in my house, like not going anywhere else except for my house. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, mom fluencers who are like, mm. you have to breastfeed your kid for two years or you're poisoning them. Oh God. Like really intense, uh, messaging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that well, like, it's just so not trauma informed. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It, That's it very is. true. You don't know people's stories. There's what are you no, talking like, across about? The board you're saying thing. these yeah. people who aren't therapists aren't tra- <laughs> not saying that you don't have tiktok is therapy like- <laughs> please don't go to tiktok for therapy <laughs> don't go to t- tiktok or it's one of the worst parenting thing. advice yeah. generally either That's a good, it's like yeah, yeah. just a, a bunch of people who are you know like i try yeah. to give them the people the benefit of the doubt like oh they're trying to do the right thing because there is like truth to what they're saying like for them for that right <laughs> it's like you know scientifically if all the stars align, like, yes, that is the best option. Yeah. Mm. But also, like, if it's killing you, maybe no. don't do it. <laughs> yeah. it's or at like, least offer, here, we know not everybody can do this, so here's some tips on that. But they, <laughs> maybe they don't even know that. They're just like, my experience. So they shouldn't be out there putting that out there then. It's so stressful. It is. I'm and sorry. So it's a. I mean, I'd like to say it's a. It's okay, but it. Thank you for saying that. Is what. Mm-hmm. Thank you for hearing me. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it sucks. It was. It does suck. But how, how long did you breastfeed? For five months. Hmm. Uh, wow. And then I realized. So I went to Chicago for an art show, which I was so excited about, and that was really cool. I made all these quilts. Uh, that were inspired by how I wished I could be doing stand-up. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> like these tiny quilts. And so then I went to Chicago and I exhibited this at uh, this restaurant gallery, like a bar and had like a gallery next door. And mm-hmm. then we uh, had my, those quilts there and then I hosted a show and it was super, super fun. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It was it was really fun. You had tried stand-up already or you just mm-hmm. wanted to... Oh, okay. Yes, nice. but I wanted to do it more. But also I realized that I think I wanted to do stand-up because I just wanted people to hear my, like, yeah. my life. Like, I'm, like, living in a very, like, you know, specific situation mm-hmm. that, like, I felt like every one I told about, they were like, oh, well at least your baby's healthy or like, you know, that I hate that. Well, at least yeah, like you live for someone else (laughs) getting it's, you know, going to get better or whatever, like not really even hearing like what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. So then there was something about getting in front of an audience and like purposefully shocking people (laughs) that Amber, her face was like, yeah, I love it. (laughs) And then that's just what I love about Anna's comedy. Oh, Thank you. That's it's so thing. unique. Well, it's a place you, you can like have a voice and be heard. Yes. Yeah. But then get this. I did a show on Friday. Like this past Friday. This past Friday. Uh-huh. And I did this set that I had been working on. And then like I had like an out of body experience where I was like, I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't think I want to say this anymore. Mm. Like I don't, I feel like I'm moving past 
those types of needs oh wow a little bit mm-hmm. to get like, that stuff out yeah oh my god it's kind of like it's not over over like yeah i'm still a mom yeah. but that acute grotesque kind of moment uh-huh. is gone so then it's like well, what now? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was, I was going to ask, like, <laughs> do you get worried of, like, what's my material now if I don't have yes. this stuff? A little, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you move past, mm-hmm. I guess, your style or, or mm-hmm. that, that content. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think I'm, like, ready to write new things, mm-hmm. you know, and not say pussy on stage. <laughs> <laughs> No, Anna, come back. I, <laughs> <laughs> I said as much. I'm like, I'm going to remove the word completely from my vocabulary. Is that, I was curious whenever you said you kind of had this like outer body moment where you were kind of in the moment, though, at mm-hmm. like realizing there was something you didn't want to say. Would you want we share anything about that particularly? What was it you were? Yeah, I'll just say it right now. That's fine. I, <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> some people don't like telling their jokes yeah so well I was this to... is the thing is like here's another <clears throat> problem i'm that i've realized it's like i don't even know if what i'm saying is funny mm. like it just feels like i wanted to say it because i wanted to, people to know how fucked up this is yeah and like my husband when he he said like i don't know i just think it's kind of sad like it makes me sad Mm. so I'm like well maybe like it is sad so then I'm thinking maybe that's where some people don't always laugh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but so then I'm like well what's my objective am I trying to make people laugh like that's what stand-up is supposed to be then I'm like well well maybe I have a different objective right Mm -hmm. now maybe the objective is like trying to tell my story in this Mm. way Mm -hmm. um no but what I said was I'm in all kinds of therapy I'm in every therapy I'm in you know, emotional therapy, I'm in physical therapy, and I'm in pelvic floor therapy because I have pelvic floor dysfunction. It's like, you know, so then I'm like trying to explain what pelvic floor dysfunction is <laughs> because everybody's like, I had, okay, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. I'll say it later. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> No one understands. So I'm like, you know, when you sleep on your neck weird and you can't like move your neck the next day. Well, that's what's happening in my pussy. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's great. Thank you. But then I say like my like my pussy is so tight. (laughs) And so then I make people ask me my pussy is so tight. How tight is it? (laughs) I think it's funny. So you were, you've been saying that joke mm-hmm. and you said it this past Friday and you were just like, it just came up like, eh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Well, I, f- well, first of all, I felt a little embarrassed. Oh. I started feeling, em- so I felt embarrassed. For the first time? For the first time. What? Hmm, weird. And so then I was like, oh, where is that coming <clears throat> from? But I think it was because there were like seven bros. Oh, the yeah, front, yeah. And I was, so then I was like, well, I'm just going to look at them. So I looked <laughs> right in their eyes and I was like, does this make you feel uncomfortable that I'm talking about my pussy? <laughs> And they were like, not at all. It. We hold space for you. <laughs> they were like, yeah. <laughs> they looked so scared. And so then at the end, You're I like, say yes. like, does it make you feel uncomfortable because I'm a mom and like I'm talking about like my sex life or mm. whatever? Because I hate to break it to you, but moms love fucking. 
<laughs> oh, that's I love how, that you said that. That's uh-huh. how we got this way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, but so I don't know. I had like a, I've, I don't know. Maybe I just, I don't know. <laughs> I had a weird moment. Well, that, that you going at the end and saying that like mom's life. Have you said that before? Yeah. Oh, cause I love that. But you were feeling embarrassed in that moment. Too. I didn't feel embarrassed in that moment. I mostly just felt, I suddenly felt embarrassed about talking about my own body in such a hmm. rude way. Like the way I'm talking about it is like mean to myself. Oh, Ooh. there it is. Oh, I can. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Hmm. That's some growth. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I'm growing. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, how do I write this from an empowered place? Cause I feel mm. like the end is an empowered place. It's like, listen, this is the yeah. reality of the world. Like, and then yeah. everybody in the audience is usually like, Oh God. And I'm like, Oh my God, did you just realize your mom's a full person? Like <laughs> we don't just like exist for like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Sorry about it. I love that. I would be I curious love that, energy. that the more you lean into that love of self that you seem to have clicked into mm. about like respecting and loving yourself and accepting what you are and, and what you deal with. Yeah. Um, you could probably tell the exact same joke and you wouldn't feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't feel disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I think it's just where you are right now in this growth thing. It's highlighting it for you mm. because the, I would say intentions, yeah. everything, you know, and yes. maybe it changes the way you word things and who knows, but mm-hmm. I just feel like it seems like those things are overlapping together. Wow. I think that you're right. I'm finding some <laughs> newfound confidence because I have yeah. a job now and not that being a mom isn't a job. It is a job. It's really hard. It's the hardest job I've ever done was being a stay at home mom. And that's why I put in my notice. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no more kids. <laughs> Sorry. It's your own damn socks. <laughs> I'm funny, too. Yes. You are funny. Just, you are fun. Yes, you no, are. Every once in a while, I'll come up with something. So anyway, keep going. Well, right. Oh, that, each one down, and then you'll eventually have. <laughs> Is that how that works? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I stayed indoors for two years. No. <laughs> I don't know. That's not how it works. And that's part of my problem too is like I don't get out enough. You know. I th- I think you do a great job. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I mean, when I saw your comedy, I was like, "Wow, what a freaking hilarious powerhouse, unique person." And then I followed you, got to know you more, and I'm like <laughs> I saw you at the museum. I'm like, "Holy shit, and she's a boss." And she's an artist. And like, I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, I'm going to play this clip. It's true though. And I think I, it's so interesting. Like th- the thing that keeps going through my head is like, I'm not a mom, but mm. I, my sister is. And I like, sometimes I visit her and just like, it's nonstop. Like you yeah. don't get to pee alone. You never get a second to not be a mom. Even when you're away from mm-hmm. the kid, you're momming, you're thinking about your kid and all the things that are going on with your body. That is just so personal. Mm-hmm. And I can't, you can't really chat with a three-year-old about that. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then you take it 
you take the initiative to go do stand up to strangers about that heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Bo- boss isn't even boss. There's like boss. And mm-hmm. then there's a level above boss where I'm just like that. Yeah. Oh. That's what you're doing. <laughs> that takes a lot to I do just that. start sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you, I mean, I imagine the tiredness that you have because just mm. the energy it takes for you to be in your body when it's in pain. Yeah. And then a mom mm-hmm. and then to, you carve out time for your comedy. Like, and I, it seems like that was the way you're seeking out some like healing. I definitely was. Yeah. And maybe that's why, like you said, I'm having this growth moment. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why I'm like suddenly mm-hmm. feeling like, Oh, I don't know. Like, yeah. Cause that is a way that is a way for me to heal. Like I, you know, joke that because I grew up in a big family, I was just, I'm always trying every mode of expression that I can because I'm just trying to get noticed. I'm just yeah. trying to have my needs met mm-hmm. all the time. Again, that's why I don't want to have more than two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so comedy is that for me mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And that's also why like, I'm so thankful anytime I get to do something cause it's such a treat. And, um, and also, you know, like it's not my main ambition. Mm-hmm. It's just another mode of storytelling. It's just another outlet for me to get my idea across. Yeah. Wow. And, um, and yeah, I'm thankful to have, have been able to try so many different things. Mm-hmm. It's such a privilege. It's so, yeah, it's so <laughs> impressive. Um, can you talk about how moments when you did your stand up and like you talked about the bros mm-hmm. and that feeling. Can you talk about moments where you did it and you were like, someone came up to you and was like, oh, yeah. I connect. Oh, good question. It felt good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost. That, that's a great question. Yeah. Almost every time someone oh, comes up, it's usually like one person and they're like, wow, yes, I relate. So that's <laughs> nice. Every once in a while, it'll be a dude, which is nice. Wow. Yeah. There are support, like so many supportive people out there. Like my husband is so supportive. Mm. Like he's the reason why I get to do all this stuff. Yeah. Is because like he wants me to be able to express myself. And so I'm so thankful for that. And then like there, there have been other parents, they're always dads come up to me in the audience, you know, afterwards. And they're like, oh my gosh, yes. Like I have a Miss Rachel bit and they're like oh yeah miss rachel's always on in our house and so there are nice dudes out there a thousand percent yeah (laughs) you you said that you wanted to be a mom when you were a kid um (laughs) uh i feel like you've already answered this in a in one way but like how is that look different i mean yeah and how's that looked like this is what i wanted well funny enough so i so I actually, <laughs> I actually didn't want to be a mom when I was a kid, oh. but I wanted to be a mom. I realized I wanted to be a mom and that's why I started therapy because I was like, I need to do this so that I can not have to deal with this it with generational kids. trauma. <laughs> yes. yes. And also uh-huh. not have to deal with, yeah, like crippling mm-hmm. anxiety with children. I mean, I still have anxiety, but it's not crippling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> but, um, no, but how how does it look different? I mean, because I was so involved with my mom's last last children, her son, my brother, and my sister, I knew that it was hard. 
Yeah. And that's why I was like, I have to get my shit sorted out <laughs> before I do this. That's so impressive. Because like I was set what my, my sister was born when I was 17. And at that time, my mom was really, you know, present, but also she had an abusive partner. Mm-hmm. So that's like having another baby in the house. Mm-hmm. And so there were times when I had to step up. My sister, Grace, who lives here, she lives, she lives with me in a way. She lives in the apartment above my garage (laughs) and it's amazing to have her here. So we were always like really, you know, stepping up to try to help as much as we could, you know, doing nighttime feedings and rocking baby Mm -hmm. to sleep and all that stuff. And so I already knew that it was an impossible job. Mm -hmm. Um, and but it's also how I knew I wanted to do it. So that's kind of weird mm-hmm. to say that like I knew it was hard, but also it was like I can't explain the desire to want to be a mother because mm-hmm. there have been people who have been like, I don't understand. And I'm like, then that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort mm. of like not to be an artist about it because it's my pet peeve. But if you don't get it, you don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. If it's not something that you want to do then you probably shouldn't do it <laughs> I mean, yeah i mean i had to i am one of those people where i i don't have that desire mm-hmm. but i for the longest time it was like following of course society mm-hmm. and just like cultural like that's what you're supposed to do yeah and so i was like sad i wasn't you know didn't have kids yeah. and i kind of knew my life was like not gonna go that way mm-hmm. um and then i you know, did some work around that and was like, oh, I don't have to do that. I don't think I really want that. Yeah. And that's okay too. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for, if you don't, I would feel bad, like I was being selfish mm-hmm. and I hear a lot mm-hmm. of other people say that. And so I guess I just want to say you're not being selfish and to speak to you're like, you probably shouldn't if you don't have that. And so mm-hmm. just letting yourself make decisions for yourself (laughs) yeah let yourself make decisions for yourself don't let what other people you know say are the rules dictate Mm -hmm. what your life is Mm -hmm. because also usually the rules are dumb it's like i was was telling amber (laughs) earlier the the rules don't make sense they're dumb (laughs) it's like yeah even like the way that we treat children is Mm. crazy to me and like how that, like, I don't know. Our just society is so, I don't know, not trauma informed. Yes. (laughs) Very true. She was, (laughs) yeah. Can you say what you said earlier? Yeah. Yeah. Like children are the only class of people that you can hit. They're the only class of people that you can verbally abuse. Mm -hmm. And like, you can't hit a dog but you can hit your kid. You can spank them. Mm-hmm. Of course, like, then it's like the murky area of like, well, when is it, when is it, you know, real, quote unquote, real physical abuse? And mm-hmm. it's like the whole, it is, all of it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like our culture is just not ready for that. Yeah. It's crazy to me that you have to say to people of all political leanings mm-hmm. that children are people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like children are people, they absorb, they start absorbing things like very, very early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm curious about the gentle parenting, mm. um, <laughs> like how that started and how like the, 
I mean, you just, you mm-hmm. shared with the son about the socks. Like that's a good moment. But like in my family, there's a lot of like quick to anger. Yeah. Um, oh God, yeah. We got whoopings. Oh, I thought oh, you were saying about no. my family. Oh, no. I was, like, yeah. No, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm familiar with your family. I, like, gentle parenting, that doesn't register in my brain. Right. Yeah. yeah. So how do you, like, and I don't know if you grew up in an environment where it was, like, quick to anger, but, like, how do you, how do you do gentle parent? How do you even start? <laughs> Can you define it, please? Because uh, it okay. sounds like a fairy tale. <laughs> well, okay, so I think that... I don't know. Gentle parenting. I think it's like a buzz, like a buzz term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is treating your child like a person, mm-hmm. teaching them how to regulate their emotions, embracing their emotions, mm-hmm. and teaching them that like anger is not a negative thing. Like anger mm-hmm. is a feeling that we feel. And like, how do you, how do you move through? They're just essentially just teaching them how to move through the world in mm-hmm. an eventually mature way. Wow. That like hurts as few people as possible and doesn't hurt themselves. Mm. Yeah. And it's the not saying because I said so. Mm-hmm. It's like helping them understand why. Yes. If they did something and they shouldn't be, mm-hmm. it's like actually explaining it to them in a way yes. they understand. So they understand there, well, there's a consequence to this. Like, right. We don't hit people when we're mad because it hurts someone. But exactly. if you want to go, you know, hit a pillow, <laughs> go mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, so you're like, saying, just let's just shift the way you're expressing so that kids most of the behavior problems with kids um one of my best friends is a child therapist it's because they don't know how to express what they're Mm -hmm. feeling and they get brought in for behavior and trouble in school Mm. things like you know or or they get you know sick physically sick Mm -hmm. because they don't know how to express it um it's like the whole goal from the beginning is like let's give them some resources Mm -hmm. because life is hard like i can do as much as i can to prevent trauma from happening to my children but also i know that they exist in the world Mm -hmm. and trauma will happen so how can i give them the tools Mm -hmm. to navigate that as early on as i possibly can you know, yes. and like also to prevent trauma from happening. So like, you know, teaching them that people of authority, uh-huh. whatever, can't just do whatever they want to you, mm-hmm. you know, and also like making a space for them that feels like you said earlier, comfortable enough for them to say, you know, it hurt my feelings when you said blah, 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 or so-and-so hurt me today. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you about it? Mm-hmm. Like. That's how we can help prevent bad things from happening. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm just trying to create a space where they feel comfortable telling me. Yeah. yeah. That's a gift. <clears throat> oh. That's a gift to your kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope I can continue trying to <laughs> give it to them. I mean, yeah, what you just said about what it is, I'm like, that's what I'm trying to do for myself, which I'm sure yeah. everybody is. So trying to do it for yourself and for someone else at the same time. Can you imagine if we had a world full of people that operated like that? Mm-hmm. Like how different yeah. it would be? Mm-hmm. I would love to be put out of a job. I would happily go mm-hmm. do a plant shop. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, when is this going to happen? <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> I, I have a question though, and you guys might not have the answer. <laughs> You're like, um, I'm just picturing like, you're you're late for a meeting you're in the middle of a grocery store your kid's having a breakdown how do you gentle parent when really you want to be like get the fuck up and let's go you know like how do you 
I think then it's like a boundary almost. It's like you're not, I usually, a version of this has happened to me. I don't know if I handled it the right way, but saying you're not acting in a safe way right now. Because mm-hmm. usually a meltdown is like very physical uh-huh. when they're, when you're two year, th- two mm-hmm. or three years old. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, this is what's happening. I'm like, ask them what's wrong. What's going on? Can you tell me? But sometimes if you're tantruming, like you're not accessing like Mm -hmm. any rational part of your brain. So if we're in the middle of a store and you're like running around and being crazy, like sometimes like we just have to leave. Mm -hmm. Like you're not, this is not safe. I'm picking you up because this isn't safe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. Because you can't teach when somebody's freaking out, you can't teach them a lesson. Yeah. That goes for adults too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always saying you can't get your needs met when from someone that's triggered and you don't, you can't really ask mm-hmm. for it when you are. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't, you don't know how to do that very well. It's yeah. just so impressive to me. Like, I mean, everybody's like, yeah, moms are like, they're doing it, but to like break it down mm-hmm. that mo- like what you're doing on a day to day basis for two people, it, that look to you uh, yeah i would imagine your patience is like a huge skill for you <laughs> yeah but i'm not that sometimes i'm not that patient mm. so i'm thankful for the repair the repair yeah. moment <laughs> but i would like you said i was raised by people who are like you know they will just say the things so like early when i'm like are you kidding me yeah mm-hmm. like that is like how i was brought yeah. up right and obviously I was triggered, so <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the thing that any of them would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, like, right, we get raised a certain way, and we're like, okay, these were the good parts. I'm not going to do the, these things. And then you do, like you said, you're like, one day your kids are going to be like, this hurt. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, you know, I tried my best. I to, like, accept that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Acceptance. That was the word of the year for me last year acceptance mm-hmm. 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 what did you accept I was accepting well I had a lot of grief about my first year as a mother because it was not normal at all mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of COVID yeah so um I felt very robbed of that mm-hmm. experience like my son didn't meet any any people really like until he was almost a year old he wow. knew he had met like five people his first year. Wow. Maybe, maybe like a couple more than that. Wow. So the second we could get him into preschool, we did. It was an, it's an outdoor preschool, which is mm. cool. I think one of my friends, her kids go there. Oh my gosh. Her kids, yeah. <laughs> it's a magical place. It's like on 30 something acres. Yes. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That's where she goes. Yeah. And they hike every day and it's oh. so cool. They but don't have like regular classrooms. Are they hiring teachers? They are actually. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I could do they, it. Yeah, <laughs> you could do it. You could do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it, but I kind of want to do it. <laughs> it's a really cool place. Like, I love it. And um, we had to take a break from it over the summer because I got a, a full time job and we just needed like a place for both of them. And they, they're, is a long story. It doesn't matter. So we had to go to this other place, which is more traditional. And I was just like, Oh my God, this is, I miss that place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. We got sick so much this summer just from the indoor. Oh man. <laughs> classrooms. It's was crazy. And also my daughter loves to steal people's drinks. 
if that's the worst she's doing i think you're good oh well i also she was a little bored as well so she's became like the ringleader of the class oh no yeah planning heist (laughs) here's what we're gonna do they said that she would just go around the table and i believed it too because she does the same thing at home with her brother's cup like she'll wait till he like isn't looking and then she'll go drink his cup But now he's tall enough he can put it in a place. But she would just go around the room and like drink everybody's drink. I love that. She is something else. I love drinks, so I get it. That's good for her. I was like, oh, we're starting already. (laughs) (laughs) And she already even has a party girl voice. (laughs) She has like a a raspy voice, just naturally. (laughs) Can you do an an impression? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) She kind of like sounds like a demon sometimes. (laughs) She's like... <laughs> that's real. I'm not making that up. I'm not exaggerating. That's like actually kind of like a toned down version. <laughs> she loves ducks. She loves to quack like a duck. So she's like, mm. rah, rah. <laughs> or fine. And then your drink's gone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, what do you think you're gonna start writing about? Do you know? I don't know yet because I'm just been busy. I've been story doing a lot of storytelling, personal essay stuff. I'm taking now. I'm taking a class at, with the Porch uh, oh, Writers Collective, and I'm mm-hmm. like really into that. I love doing storytelling events. So if you know any, like hit me up because that's my jam. There's so much more nuance that can happen there, and um, I love crafting a story that is funny at the beginning but then it's like sad or scary at the mm. end i like the bait and switch yeah so. mm-hmm. oh you're gonna be great at that oh thank you yeah a thousand percent i, w- I would love to come watch <laughs> you tell a story yay yes uh we like to ask people what you do for just you where you're like oh this is great oh <laughs> massage i love like a massage. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like getting one from a professional? Yeah, getting one from the, a professional. Yeah. I don't want one from anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They really don't deliver. No. My I boyfriend was, will be like... Yeah, right? I'm, I'm like, like, that's just, not... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's actually irritating me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, like, because my, my pelvis gets out of socket sometimes, oh. so I'll, like, lay on the ground, and then my husband and I, we've taught my son to, like, sit, like, oh. in the spot that... <laughs> So he'll just sit there and he's like, I'm doing such a good job. I'm like, yes, thank you so much for helping me. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And then to like really get it to pop back into place and my husband will step on it. Oh my God. (laughs) Your face right now. You're like, yeah. (laughs) So I like to do that. No, oh, and I also great. like to get my nails done. Oh, they are banging right well, now. That's I've been admiring both of your nails. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was looking at. You yours. always have your nails done. And are these your natural nails? No, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> they look amazing. Thank you so much, yeah. Mariana at Eastside Nails. Oh, Mariana. shout out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, they're beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for coming on and being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I love being vulnerable. I think more people should do it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it feels really good. Thank I you still, for having me. Well, I still have a question oh, that's in my brain yeah. from earlier. Mm. When you said you went to therapy because you knew there were things you needed to 
like figure out in order to be ready to be a mom? Can you, what were those things you had to work out? I'm a runawayer. I run away when I get really overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Mm. And there was a moment when I, um, I was having a panic attack. I was very upset. I, I, I don't, I didn't deal with failure well at all. And I've gotten a lot better. But I had a moment where I realized I had failed at something or I'd done something wrong. Mm-hmm. And I just got in the car and I drove and I blacked out. And I don't, I didn't know how I got to the place that I ended up. Mm-hmm. And I like woke up and I was like at a bar. And I was like, I think that I need to go to therapy because mm-hmm. it's like in that movie, Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood, when they're all throwing up and the mom runs away. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be that. and my and my mom has a a history of running away my dad (laughs) has a history of running away so I just I just knew that I didn't want to carry that into I couldn't carry it into my life period Mm -hmm. like whether or not I had children I just couldn't do it anymore I didn't realize I was hurting my husband so much he had texted me and he said can you please just tell me that you're okay I'm afraid you're going to hurt yourself Mm. and so I thought, oh, I should probably go to therapy because there are people who care about me, yeah. <laughs> which I had been lying to myself for a long time and telling myself that no one cared about me. And, yeah. you know, I was out here all by myself. Yeah. Which is crazy to say because I'm from such a big family. Again, I'm going to talk about it again. Um, but. Yeah, just the way that we were, I think, raised, we were raised in a way where we were. um kind of um isolated yeah. from one another because we served a purpose mm-hmm. for specific people in our lives yeah you know and mm-hmm. it was to those people's advantage that we weren't communicating with one another mm-hmm. so now as mm-hmm. adults we're deconstructing <laughs> yeah <laughs> going to therapy and um we're all, all a lot closer because of that it's just crazy to to think like there's this illusion of closeness um, yes. But then when you got, when we really got right down to it, we realized we weren't, weren't very close at all. Wow. Yeah, so mm-hmm. thank you. How, yeah. Can I ask, how did the therapy going to therapy help you mm. like personally? How did it help me personally? Yeah. Oh, it changed my life. It saved my life. Aww. You know, like again, I was like emotionally blacking out and not knowing where I was going and um but it took a lot of years to figure it out i've done emdr that Mm. saved my life i think Mm. and i want to do it again now that i know i'm done having children Mm. um but it's just about finding the time because i know it's gonna be hard because like i mean we could talk for five more hours about birth trauma and all that Mm -hmm. stuff and like you know like what happened to my body and there were things that happened during the birth of my son that like in retrospect are like, you know, upsetting mm. to me. So, yeah. That's so cool mm-hmm. that you are choosing that path. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people get to their breaking point and they're like, all right, it's, I got to choose to get better or just. Well, it's easier <clears> to <throat> stay in a pattern mm-hmm. than it is to change it. Yeah. So you're, you keep choosing to change it. Ooh, I'm trying. It sounds like you're doing a good job. <laughs> Wow, thank you. Wow, the validation. I 
<laughs> Wowie kazowie. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my, my, I know I stand like Peter Pan. Uh, you like sh- this. this is a good feeling. Oh my gosh, I have to show you this picture. There's this picture <laughs> of my, it was a, it's a candid photo that was taken like just a few weeks ago of my mom and my brother and they're both standing like this, oh. like this. And they have the same face, the same body, <laughs> the same stance. It is so funny. Oh. Are you closer with them now? Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. so great. And like actually close. Because yes. again, there was like this illusion that we were very close. But then now it's like we really call on each other, you know, when we need each other. But also <gasps> we have fun together. So that's nice. I'm, I'm just like when you were like, I'm scared about asking for help. Like you've uh-huh. got people oh, right. that'll show up. <laughs> so, you know, this is the funny like, thing oh, about yeah. brains is like <laughs> everything is a lie. Like everything <laughs> that you say to yourself is a lie. Like, like this lie that like nobody cared about me. And then like I actually told people what was going on and how I was feeling. And they were like, oh, my God, like we're here for you. And then now I'm like, I'm afraid that I need a cane. And I'm sure everyone would be like, OK, yeah, let's get you one. Let's get you- <laughs> I ordered one. <gasps> Good job. But I haven't used it because I'm scared to use it. I don't know what? why it, what the fear is. It doesn't matter. We've already talked about it. <laughs> no, there's some, I'm curious. I feel like yeah. you do know. What's the fear? I'm, when you uh, think about grabbing it and going out with it. It's awkward for me to hold it. I just need, I need someone to teach me how to do it. And mm. I, I know there are people who can. Again, brains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What if you YouTubed it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that I could YouTube you know. it. I could go on uh disability tiktok yeah oh no <laughs> tiktok is therapy TikTok. <laughs> i don't have tiktok i think tiktok I is either. a waste of time i don't understand it <laughs> i don't get it i'm like i'm old i'm not even that old that's the other thing that's scary about my my body it's like i'm only 32 yeah but i've always felt old i've always felt like i'm mm. 70 mm-hmm. maybe yeah. 60 i'm like oh i can't wait to be 60 because then i can be in Every community theater production. <laughs> I'll be every Stephen Sondheim diva. I will Let's do go. it. Yes. You guys like Stephen Sondheim? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's go to Sid Gold's right now. Wait, what's that? Oh, it's a piano karaoke bar in East Nashville. Oh, that makes me nervous. Why? Because the person's like, ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, ha, huh, ha. Huh. But you have a a tablet with that and they wait for you okay you need to ask her this question what are you so what are you so scared of i want to be perfect <laughs> that sounds right that's i believe you <laughs> hey, getting up there and getting off key it just there's so much but karaoke's not you don't have to be oh yeah yeah. <laughs> theater kid and aspiring theater kid say otherwise. Yeah. You gotta well, be I guess like, karaoke in Nashville is different, I guess, than anywhere, anywhere else. But I'm telling you. Aren't what, there places yeah. where you, normal I, people can karaoke in Nashville? I mean, a bar. Lonnie's is probably the most normy version of karaoke, but it's also not as good as, I'll tell you what the best one is. What? Lipstick Lounge is Ooh. the best karaoke bar in... And, like, for normal people? Yes. <laughs> aren't, like, it trying is, to be singers? Yeah. Yes. It is, like, <laughs> it's a queer space. It is a fun space. Everyone is, like, there and having a good time. Mm. And I love um, the guy who is, like, the 
I guess the MC of yeah. the night, the DJ, uh-huh. the karaoke DJ. Mm-hmm. You know, NPR local station just did a series about local karaoke places. Really? What? And they interviewed. The, yeah, oh, you cool. gotta listen. We should go one night. <laughs> that, oh, yes. Karaoke. Let's go. <laughs> Let's like go karaoke. right now. I don't like karaoke. Well, what song well, would you, you sing like if your you friends. Could do karaoke? I do like my friends, and I'll support you guys. But if you get off key, I swear Listen. to God. Well, I will be off key the whole time. What <laughs> song are you singing? I love I Will Survive. That was always the song I would that sing. That is a great or, song. Or um, Weezer? Oh, wow. Sweater? Oh. Oh, see? That's a great one. <laughs> see, my problem is I always want to go sad. I want to sing like Bonnie Raitt. You know, on at Sid Gold's, Give they have a sad night. Oh, about. that's a good one. <laughs> They have a sad... <gasps> they do? They have a sad night. I'll go to that one. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get enough of that no, in my can't. real life. <laughs> well, I like to sing Lucky by Britney Spears. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yes. She says, this is a story about a girl named Lucky. Oh, oh my God! God. <laughs> <laughs> That was real. That sounded for Can real. Can you do that just one more time? Well, now I'm not. Now I'm not gonna be able to do it. Yeah. This is a story about a girl named Lucky. <gasps> it sounds like it for real. It's very good. Okay, we're going. We're going karaoke. Okay. Even just to hear her sing. Yeah, that. she just convinced me. <laughs> I'll, I'll sing Weezer. Okay. What are you gonna happy. sing? I'm just gonna shake the egg. No. <laughs> Shut up. You have to do one. Pissing me off. You want to <laughs> sing it? You. I'll sing. I just yeah. don't know what yet. You don't have a song? No, girl. I don't like karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> a song that you just like to sing. Like probably a Dixie Chicks song. No. Excuse me, the chicks. Mm-mm. <laughs> I like like R&B. I like Alicia Keys. Yes. I like... Oh, there you go. You know, stuff like that. Eminem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the father of R&B. Yes. Eminem. <laughs> my brain just started oh, thinking of like that like rap kind of music. You know, and I, I remember going to I used to live ne- like down the street from Santa's pub. Okay. And oh, so okay. there was one time I went in there and I sang Weezer, but there was this guy that he it was this skinny white little dude. Like you just would not think he mm-hmm. Right. We heard Eminem start up and we're like, Oh, this is gonna be so bad. Hit every word. <gasps> oh my god. Was like bomb like good i was like oh my god so that, that See, just this is why i love karaoke because we were talking about <laughs> vulnerability earlier and like this is a chance for like regular people mm. to like it's like stand-up comedy honestly it's i was about like, to say i do that in stand-up yeah. i don't want to go oh you don't want to carry that into your fun life i love it <laughs> is that fun Yes. No. I think your perfectionist doesn't have fun, but I think if you were to let that part check that at the door, you could have fun. Okay. Like just like live, like live (laughs) in the moment. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Live. Okay. My husband loves to sing. Like (laughs) you're not even gonna guess what I'm about to say. Like he loves um Mm. (laughs) like R and B women (gasps) songs. Like Missy Elliott. No, that's still rap. That's like rap. He loves like I'll bust the windows at your car, and though it isn't in my broken heart. Yes. Okay, I would do karaoke like, with yeah. What's that one where she's like, um, put his hands on the, put your hands on the cash and spend them to the last time. Oh, oh, all the hard time. Oh, yeah. When you go to, when like, goes. But yes. like my my skinny tall white 
blonde husband is like <laughs> eh, 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 eh. yeah yeah and he's like yeah it's great. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, all right. Thank well, you for being here. This has been fun. Thank you for having me. Can, this has yeah. been very fun. Can you tell people where yeah. to follow you and yeah. just whatever you want to plug? Great. Okay. So my Instagram is my name. It's A N N A underscore McEwen, which is spelled M C K E O W N, and then another underscore. Because there's a million Irish Anna McEwens, so I'll take it. <laughs> and as far as things I want to plug, I mean, catch me at storytelling events around town. I love 10 by 9. It's a local storytelling show. They're about to do their 100th show. It's super exciting. And um, I won't be on that one because they're like, Anna, you can't be on every one. <laughs> You're like, well, 101, I'll be it's back. It's a rule. You can't be on two in a row. So oh, okay. I'm on every other. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love and that. And then also working at this place called the Bankers Alley Hotel. I'm the curator there. It's an art hotel. You can come check out um, all the artwork I've curated for the space. And also, you know, book a tour with me. I'll show you around. And it is a fun time. It is not your average old um, museum tour. Beautiful. We're, we're doing We're it. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Please come. We yes. Will. Doing yeah. it. Amber and I are going on a date. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. You're like, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here, Anna. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. We of love course. you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to I'm Fine, It's Fine podcast. I am trauma therapist Melanie Reese, and you can find me across all platforms at Trauma Therapy Nashville. My name is Amber Autry. I am a comedian here in Nashville and internationally touring. You can find me on all platforms at Amber Autry Comedy. And while you're at it, make sure you're liking, subscribing, sharing, rating, reviewing this podcast. I know that sounds like a lot, but it helps so much. And we're we're having a good time. Mm-hmm. We're healing. <laughs> it feels good. Mm-hmm. So just like, just a little extra sauce, sharing it with a friend, rating, reviewing. It really helps and we appreciate it. Yeah. And if you have a topic or um, conversation that you want to hear us talk about or a story you'd like to share on your own, shoot us an email at I'm fine sometimes at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening.